Hello, hello, and hello, everybody! Welcome back for another episode. If not now, when? In today's show, I am so beyond excited. Oh my goodness, to have our special guest, Christine Prodacco, in the show with us. Christine, oh my goodness, she is a serious entrepreneur. She is a founding partner in Simple Vaca, a fully sustainable product with social impact models. She is also co-publisher and SVP of business development at James Lane Post, a media company and publication on the East. And of the Long Island, she's also joined Ethereal Global, which is a Web3 blockchain NFT consulting firm. On top of that, this superstar, this superwoman, also producing the first and ever Hampton Tech Week this year. Oh my goodness! In addition to all her work, Christine also spent her time, her energy, giving back, advising many noted organizations. Oh my goodness! I have no idea how she find time even sleep. With that in mind, everybody, I am just so pumped. I'm so excited.、Uh, thank you so much, Christine, for joining us, and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So, Christine, tell us how does your journey even begin? Um, I mean, I think my journey really began about five years ago.、Mm. Um, with the vodka company. Um, that was my first kind of dipping my toe into the entrepreneurial pond. What inspired that? Um, I think that you know, growing up, it just like you had this idea of what life was supposed to be, and I just never really conformed to it. What was the idea back then? Just like you know, grow up, go to college, get a job after, get married, have kids, do all the things you know, and it's like it just never really worked for me, and I. Kind of knew that I always wanted more out of life、mm. than just what you're kind of raised to know. Yeah. Um. And I really just an opportunity came to me about five years ago、yeah. to join Simple Vodka, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Were you scared at the time? At the time, I don't think I really knew what I was getting myself into. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This sounds great. Let's try it." And、um, still there. I so what happened? So tell us, you know, at the time you were invited this amazing opportunity. You don't really know what to what to expect, and how the journey began when you joined. Like, how does that align with the expectation of entrepreneurship? Um, I think that when I joined, I was also in the process of moving out of Florida, going back to New York.、Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let me figure out what I want to do when I get back to New York. And then this opportunity came, and it was like, nope, you can go back to New York. And I was like, great. So, um. The opportunity came, and I was just really excited about it. Mostly、yeah. because, you know, vodka is vodka. That's great, but there's a social impact mission to it. So, why is that important for you, Christine? I just think it's important that, you know, all philanthropy and all, you know, I consider myself to be a human humanitarian, and I think that it's just if there's ways that you can give back without like changing how you do that,、mm-hmm. why not?、Mm-hmm. Right, so、That's、people、beautiful. will go out and have a martini or have a drink, and it's kind of like I'm not changing what you do. Go have that martini, go have that drink, go do whatever you want to do, but、mm-hmm. also know that, like, by the way, by doing this, you're helping somebody else who is food insecure. Oh, so like it's you know, it kind of creates this kind of party with a purpose、mm-hmm. sort of aspect, and it allows us to disrupt an industry without actually changing、yeah. how you do it. 
I love that party with a purpose and disrupting industry. That is incredible. So, so tell us now with that notion, with that intention, you enter this entrepreneurship world without kind of really knowing what you get yourself into. How was the journey unfold for you? What is maybe one of the challenging things that you would not expect? At the time. Um, well, first thing is it's alcohol, and none of us come from this space, mm-hmm. and they have the biggest burn rate of cash flow. So <laughs> it was, um, you know, learning that lesson yeah. very quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, my thing now is like anybody that asks me any advice on entrepreneurship, I'm like always be raising, even when you think you have enough, you probably don't. <laughs> Ouch. It's it's a journey, you know, and it's not an easy one. And yeah. it's really, really hard. And there's times What is that, the hardest part? I think the hardest part is finding that balance or like as I call it the chicken and the egg syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. Because investors want to see X, mm-hmm. but they but you can't get X without having financial support. Yeah. So it's kind of difficult to go through that journey. And it's it's not easy. And you get a lot of no's, but mm-hmm. instead of taking those no's as failure, mm-hmm. take those no's as like, great, what do what could I change about this to potentially get you to say yes? What can I do? Like, what are you looking for? So mm-hmm. like through that journey, going from not knowing anything mm-hmm. to now knowing a lot, mm-hmm. I'm not an expert by any means, but I know a lot more than I did back then, Yeah, is, you know, it's not an easy journey. It's not for the faint of heart. Um yeah. And, you know, I think the pandemic for us with the having a CPG product mm-hmm. was, you know, a, and it being in year three mm-hmm. took a hard, it, like a lot of reflection on like who we are as a company, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we persevered, you know, we buckled mm-hmm. down and our CEO, Danny, really stepped up to the plate mm-hmm. and was like, all right, let's write this ship. Let's get mm-hmm. us where we need to be. Let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. And here we are. And now we don't only have a vodka company, but we now merged and we have a gin company as well. Incredible. Um, And there's just, you know, light at the end of the tunnel and big things on the horizon. This is just so exciting here, Christine. And I, I know through our conversation, you know, I want to share the light for one particular event that was 2000. 2020s when <laughs> March hits, when you know the world not yet know what's come next. You are in the mix of a heated conversation with closing that round. Tell us about that moment. Um, yeah, so we were you know gearing up to close fundraising. Yes, around last you know March of 2020. Yes, early April of 2020, yeah. and you know the pandemic hit, and it was like, oh no, we're here now. Um, and it was not fun and it was hard, but we were like, we're going to figure this out. And we kept continued on calls and, you know, it, it definitely took a toll because, you know, with a CPG product, you can't, you know, you're about to open up these accounts. You have to go Mm -hmm. promote. Mm -hmm. You can't go in a store now and promote it. So the store is like, I can't really bring on a new product without being able to promote that product to create the sale. Yeah. It was, you know, it was a hard pill to swallow, but We also were like, we get it, right? You can't fight it. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone's in the same boat, you know? We're all on the same ship. Yeah, Everyone's hurting. Everyone's going through it. And it's, you know, it was a pivot period. How do you pivot your company? How do you adjust? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, taking the silver lining out of the pandemic Mm -hmm. is we learned how to pivot, right? So now companies are, I, I mean, 
me personally, at least, you know, I look at things and I'm like, if we had to pivot, what would that pivot look like just yeah. in case? I love how um, how optimistic you really are. And in the midst of, at the time, pan- still are, pandemic, able to see the silver linings. And especially in such a crucial moment, you're about to close in the round. And I'm just curious, you know, at the moment, I imagine it's been very, very difficult at that moment when you just heard about it. How would you have a courage or what drive you to move past that, even though at the moment, I'm sure is a quite devastating news. I, I think, you know, and this is a thing to you that I was I was taught and learned, like there's a time in entrepreneurship where a lot of entrepreneurs, you hit the hard, what you think is your hardest part. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, I give up. Mm. And the thing is, the people who really make entrepreneurs are getting past that point, mm. getting past the point like this isn't easy. And it's hard. And there are days you want to throw in the towel and say, I don't want to fundraise anymore. And I don't want to keep pushing forward. And I don't want to keep going with that. I just was it just it's not an option. You know, (laughs) like you put enough when you put enough time into something. Yeah. And you hit those hard points. Like, you know, it's not fun. Yeah. But at the same time, you just keep going. You can't, you know, it's like, do you really Mm. want to give up the two years that you've been working on it? Yeah. Or three years or five years or 10 years, you know? Mm-hmm. And and it's the thing, too, with us. It was like nobody was telling us we had a bad product. Nobody was mm-hmm. telling us the model wasn't amazing. Nobody was telling us that it was a faulty thing. If somebody, mm-hmm. if we had 10 people say, this is an awful product, mm-hmm. then we'd probably be like, all right, maybe we should yeah. <laughs> call it a day. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. And we had put so much love and time into the company oh. that it just wasn't an option. I really uh, love that statement. It's almost like burn a boat, right? This is the only option. And this is the baby. This is yeah. all the love, all the hard work can put into a, a beautiful product, beautiful, beautiful, amazing uh, uh, adventure that you are all collaborating. And that is beautiful. Do you always have this tenacity, Christine? Do you born with that? Or that is always in you? Or is there anything that? I I think so. I think I just was like, you know, you just got to keep pushing through. Like, you just figure it out. You know, I just have this willpower that it's like, I might not know what I'm doing, and I'll be the first one to say that I don't know what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. but I'll go find the people that can and that do know what they're doing. You know, I think there's so much power in collaboration. I think there's so much power in building collectives of a group of people to be like, this is everyone is good at something. Mm -hmm. You just have to figure out what you're good at. And then that's how you build your team. That's magical. I love that. I think, you know, me, by getting to know you for the past, you know, few days, weeks, I felt like that is who you are. You're such a collaborator. I think you see the best in everybody. And you have this unique capability to bring all the right people in one pieces. And then we can all truly rise up together by going together. Absolutely. So so tell us, you know, from there, right, you know, Vakta now growing to a Vakta engine business, you know, it's doing really well. How does the rest of venture come about? <laughs> Are you busy already? <laughs> yeah. Um, so my two of my business partners during the pandemic, they come from a media background. Mm-hmm. And in the fall of 2020, I got a phone call. My friend was like, we're going to start our own media company, our own publication out in the Hamptons. Okay. And you're going to join the team. And I was like, I mean, why not? (laughs) 
have. Wait, that's literally what you said. Why not? Yeah. Well, I was like, well, at first I was like, you should do that. And she's like, no, 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 you're going to do it with me and with us. And I was like, oh, okay, we're going to do that now. Um, and it honestly has been so much fun. I was like, I am not a writer and I don't know the first thing about media, but we're here now. So how do I support you? Um, and we've just been doing really well and it's been a huge success and, you know, we're going into our busy season for summer too. Yeah. Um, we've gotten such amazing articles written, Mm -hmm. amazing covers. We have incredible writers that write for us. Mm Um, and we've been able to do a lot of events mm-hmm. and a lot of, um, you know, uh, events and stuff. And yeah. we, last summer we did, uh, an, we do a lot of collaboration events, right? So yeah. I hosted an event for Ferrari at my home. Um, we did a big event with Feely, yeah. which is a female mastermind community that I, we collaborate a lot on stuff and I love it. Amazing. Um, uh, what else did we do? Hamptons Fashion Week. You know, we're able because of, you know, to my two partners, uh, business knowledge. And then we also had another partner join last summer. Yeah. So it's the four of us really. And, you know, we're able to do what we do because they mm-hmm. are so well-respected in the community. But, but let's take a moment to talk about you. Like you were presenting this idea and you mentioned you don't really yet know much about media. You just have this courage and tenacity say, you, you know what? Yes, I'm in. Tell me what to do. That is bold. <laughs> Isn't it? I guess. I don't really see it that way. I just see it as a journey and an adventure. You know, let's see where this takes us. That is incredible. Wow. I think that's maybe one of your superpowers, how you uh, not only have this magical side about seeing the people, seeing the best in people, but in the meantime, you have this this courage, this bonus of you saying, you know what? Yes, whatever universe throw me on the journey, I'm going to say yes and see whatever future unfold for me. That's amazing. Yeah. So with that, on your hands full, tell us about your third business. <laughs> How does that come about? Um, so this past January, a dear friend of mine uh, founded this company, Ethereal Global. Yeah. And was like, hey, I want you to join the team. And I was like, I don't know the first thing about this space whatsoever. But he's like, no, he's like, trust me, this is going to be a great educational thing for you. You'll learn about it. And then also, you know, help with the marketing side of stuff for um, projects that come in. Yeah, I was like, sure, why not? Because my theory, too, was like, I don't know this space, mm-hmm. but also I should. You're right. It's, mm-hmm. it's a common topic. You hear about it on the news. You read about it. You know, everything these days, I feel like, is crypto and blockchain and Web3 and NFTs. And it's yeah. like... For me personally, I learn best by just getting my hands dirty and jumping in. Um, you know, I can read stuff all day long. Doesn't mean I, I understand it. So now, mm-hmm. you know, having that a little bit more knowledge in the space, mm-hmm. I basically, you know, and this is kind of how Hamptons Tech Week started, right? Yeah, so tell us about that too. We're going into year two with the paper and my team. We were kind of like, what can we do that's becomes like a signature maybe event that we host every summer or partner with somebody on. Like, what can we do that's different, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of things out, out east are, you know, it's an amazing place for nonprofits to host mm-hmm. events, um, you know, and there's a lot of food events like food and beverage. And, you know, I, after joining Ethereal and I started going to a lot of NFT and crypto conferences and things like that. I kind of was like, and the, and they also too were like, hey, we want to do some stuff out in the Hamptons this summer. What can we do? Um, 
And I just kind of had this aha moment. I was down in Miami helping a friend uh, host an event and all the, you know, crypto people were there. And I was like, huh. I was like, that's what we should do is just basically like read the room, you know? And it's like, there's so many people out, you know, this is a space that if you're not knowledgeable in it, you might be a little fearful to go to NFT NYC or NFT LA or mm-hmm. Bitcoin week or hacker week, or, you know, there's a million things under the sun. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is more of an educational platform. Yeah. This is like, what does this mean and how is it getting integrated into real life? Mm-hmm. So, you know, collaboratively, uh, Ethereal and James Lane partnered. And then we also brought in the Southampton Art Center has who is our venue partner. Um, and they're just, they're fantastic as well. Um, and we're just kind of creating this space where it's like, you know, and it's getting integrated into things, right? So Mm -hmm. like real estate fashion, you hear about fashion shows in the metaverse. And, um, I know educational programs are getting built to get, start putting in schools. Um, you know, and at first everyone was like, what does tech have to do with the Hamptons? And I'm like, well, it's not really a, it's about tech, but it's also about, you know, a big part of this whole Web3 world is building community. Mm-hmm. If you keep playing in the same circles, how are you actually scaling your community? Mm-hmm. If there's like 90% of the world who's like, I don't understand it. What does this mean for me? How? And also, not even that. Maybe you understand it a little bit, but how, what to invest in? Mm-hmm. What to buy? When to buy, when to, you know, it becomes a topic of just like, I need to understand it more so that I can join that community, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Because you kind of want to know what you're signing up for. Yeah. So we're creating this really, and it's really blossomed into something beautiful. And we have so many supporters mm-hmm. and panelists coming. And it's going to be, you know, it's really like, don't be afraid to ask the stupid questions because there are no stupid questions. You're just trying to educate yourself. Yeah. Um. Do you ever have any fears? You talk about people might be fearful, think about those topics who are maybe not as familiar with them, right? And therefore, I feel like you all cultivate this amazing event community to educate, empower others. And I'm just curious, do you have any fears? Because at the time, you were still relatively, right, a year ago, new to the space, but you jump in and say, yes, let's collaborate. Do you have any fears, Christine? Oh, I have a ton of fears. Like what? What is your biggest fear? Um, you know, I just, it's fearful, but I just don't let it consume me. How do you able to flip the script? Um, I don't allow myself enough time to, <laughs> to sit there and worry. You know, you just got to power through. Mm-hmm. And you, it's just, you know, in days, trust me, there are days where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I doing this right? Like what's happening? And my teams are like, you're going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. You know, you just, I think it's really about building that support system. And I'm very, very blessed that within all my companies, I have such a good relationship with the teams and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're all like a family and you're there to support each other. So like, yeah, everyone's going to have a breakdown. Everyone's going to be like, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But then you have, you know, that's why you have a team. Yeah. To support you and you have community. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what I really love kind of about that web three space is all about building community and Mm -hmm. memberships and things and and being a part of it and i feel so blessed to have such an incredible community outside of my careers and outside of my companies that are like okay what do you need and how can i support you Mm, that's beautiful 
So it's it's really special. So I'm like, I'm kind of excited for it. And it also, it's a, it's a platform. I have so many amazing people in that space mm-hmm. that are going to come and speak. And, you know, it allows them to really shed some light on them too. And it allows me to support them right back mm-hmm. by giving them the opportunity. You're such a community leader, Christine. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... <laughs> I'm curious, Christine, what drives you? I just like building things. <laughs> I like being creative. You yeah. know, it. that's what really brings me joy is being able to create things. And, um, and listen, if, you know, you do it once and it's not the best or not exactly what you thought, you don't have to do it again. Mm. Or you can pivot or you can see like, hey, this worked. This isn't really working. Mm-hmm. How do we change it? I love that you have the courage to say, you know what, this is what I wanted to do. And then if things did not go as course, you also have courage to acknowledge that. Say, you know what, if this worked out great, if not, let's pivot. Let's move forward. I think that's a lot of humility. There's a lot of courage in that. Yeah. What do you want to create? Because you mentioned you love creating things. And you know, what do you want to create in the world? In other words, what do you want to leave the world behind? Um, I think that like, well, I think it's also really important. And I think now there's been a huge shift, especially after the pandemic of like, you know, people should just support people instead of it being like, you know, me, me, me and like greed and want and all these things. It's like, there's mm-hmm. so much more that you can do. There's power in numbers. Like, yeah. Like, why do you want to do it all by yourself? You know, or it comes down to either financial or just, you know, power or titleship or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But also just, I don't know. It's like, it's just like, why wouldn't you want to collaborate? Why wouldn't you want to support people who support you? Right? Like, and listen, a lot of people have a hard time asking for help or support. Mm -hmm. I am one of them. But- I've really learned in the past two years that, like, it's okay to ask for help. You don't have to do everything. Let's talk about that. Because a lot of founders feel like he or she are the only one on that journey and have a hard time to ask for support. You know, how do you shift that mindset in that journey? Um, it's... I also, once again, the pandemic, right? It's like, (laughs) it's like, you know, when you feel like your world's crashing down in front of you... You're like, okay, who can we talk to? Who mm-hmm. can we reach out to? How can we gain support? You know, and it's and it's fascinating to me where it's like, you know, people fight so hard to not have to ask for help. They want to seem like they always have it together. Um, and it's okay to be like, I'm not okay and I need help. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful to recognize that because I think today the mental uh, mental health is huge, especially from the startup community. And the hustling culture is really so predominant that it's so easy to say, you know, I'm so busy and this is a good thing. But oftentimes we don't, you know, just take a moment just to pause and just check in with ourselves to see, am I okay? And if I need a moment to, uh, to reach out to my community, to my friends, just said, you know what, can we talk? Can we take a walk? Yeah. Oh, 100%. And you really have to. And mm-hmm. it's important to, you know, I think that and also to another thing that I've learned is like, you know, I have people in my life in the past that like, you know, sometimes you ask people and they just don't show up. And mm-hmm. now I'm so blessed that like, 
I just love my community now. Like if you need support and you ask someone, they're like, I, and listen, they might say like, listen, I can't come meet you or I can't do that. However, are you okay? Let's get on the phone tonight. Or, hey, you know what? This person's around. You should reach out to her or him. And, you know, it's really also about showing up for yourself and showing up for others that are consistently supporting you. Mm -hmm. I love You know, because sometimes it's it's putting backing to that. Like, yeah, I'll support you. Okay, Mm -hmm. great. This is what I need. And then you got to show up. If you don't show up. Yeah. Then it's like, Why? You know, and and you start to kind of figure that out for yourself. And like sometimes like people that you think you need, you don't necessarily need. You know, it's like sometimes you fight for people that you want to show up for you and then they don't show up. And you're like, but then there's like you look around behind you and there's like 20 people that are like, we'll show up for you. Like, stop fighting for this. You know, like we're here for you. You know, it's just interesting when people, especially when you're a founder, Mm -hmm. you kind of go through these hard times when you're like, do need to lean on your friends. Yeah. And sometimes, like, the person you think you need is not, like, is mm-hmm. not the person that actually shows up for you yeah. when you need it most, you know? And it's it's really, it's a journey about, I think, for entrepreneurship, too. It's, it's a journey of not only creating, but really figuring out what you want out of life mm-hmm. and who you want in your life. That's beautiful said. And, you know, I, I mentioned this before. I think entrepreneurship is such a spiritual journey. <laughs> and of course, it's about our product, our revenue, our growth, all the amazing metrics we are go after. But at the end of the day, I believe, in my opinion, we learn so much about ourselves and the world and how we show up. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. With that, you know, Christine, I'm curious, what's, what's, what's success means for you? And how do you define that? And with that, are you successful? I think success, you know, a lot of people define success over either like the title, like I'm the CEO of this, or I made X amount of dollars this year. For me, success is just, if you can change one person's life, or if you can help somebody or make them see differently, or if you, you know, with the vodka company, we've provided over a million meals to food insecure people. Wow. So far? Yeah. So like, you know, it's knowing that I can do run a company, but also know that I'm supporting those out there that need support as well really makes me happy. Um, And same thing like with the paper, you know, there are are so many incredible nonprofits and Mm -hmm. people out on the East End. And to be able to write, like, I don't write, but (laughs) to be able to share their story, to give them a platform to tell their story. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurship is a huge part of storytelling. Yeah. And it and it's it's interesting because it's it's it runs in parallels, right? You're mm-hmm. telling a product story mm-hmm. and you're kind of learning how to tell yours. Yeah. Totally. I'm just in my mind thinking about the hero's journey. Right? You think about uh say a Disney movie that you like I'm the big fan for Disney movies. Someone use that as an example. Like, say, a Disney movie when the character, you know, like something happened to her, to him, and they wanted to um, find a dragon, right? I want to find the peace for the, her homeland. At the end, it's not just that triumph on that one surface level, but she, the character, also becomes a different person. And they're always a two-level journey parallel at the end. So the happiness at the end, that result, the, the happy ending is not just about the thing, it's a collectively who she becoming. Yeah. I'm speaking about Moana, by the way, which is my <laughs> favorite movie. So FYI, that's incredible. So with that, Christine, um, are you a success with that definition that you have in your mind? I think so. 
you know? And there are times where there's doubt, but like, you know, I'm very fortunate that everything is just working, you know? It's all falling into place. And I think when you start to, you know, I think that one of the hardest parts in the beginning of the journey is really learning to trust yourself and trust your intuition Mm. and your gut. Um, and to trust the universe and just understand that like things will provide, things will show up. You just have to, you know, it's just, you got to really trust yourself though. And if you feel like something's off or if you feel like someone's wrong, like speak it, you know, Mm -hmm. a big thing that I learned very early on in this journey is transparency is key, Mm -hmm. right? Like you might not like what I have to say, but like, would you rather me just hold it in and then something happened and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if you would have told me, maybe we could have not had that happen. Yeah. Right. I think transparency is just so incredible. And like, listen, investors might not like it. Your team might not like it. Mm-hmm. But like, here's the facts. Yeah. I love that. You know, for me, I hold myself up for my top two values. I tell everybody that, including my team. Everybody come along my way. I tell my number one is integrity. And that go with transparency with if there's a knowledge, there's insight. I think it's to my integrity to share with you, with my team. I think that's really important. And the second is, you know, for me, is that authenticity part. And I think at the end, we are working with people. And we have to have that report, that, that alliance for us moving things forward. Absolutely. If, Kristen, you have this magic wand, you can change anything you want in the past. Would you change anything at all in your journey? Um, Just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, like nobody's perfect. I think the thing for me, it's like I really wouldn't change anything. Are there situations where I've acted a certain way or I've said hurtful things or I've done hurtful things to people? Mm-hmm. Not intentionally, just, you know, yeah, I would love to remove all that. But also, too, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't learn from it. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a big part is like, you know, they always say like you learn from your mistakes. Yeah. And you need to constantly, you know, and then like don't do it again, right? It's like <laughs> this happened. I did this. I'm mad at myself now for acting that way. Mm-hmm okay, I know that this gets me to get angry or this makes me upset or Mm -hmm. this. So instead of waiting till it gets to a boiling point and blowing up, start to have those, even if it's an uncomfortable conversation, have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Talk about it, you know? And if you talk through it, then you won't blow up and be like, Mm -hmm. I wish I didn't do that, you know? Yeah. With that in mind, Christine, what would you wish your younger selves know? Say a decade or two decades ago. What would you tell her? Now you know what you know. It's not going to be an easy road. (laughs) What you think was easy? What? What you thought was easy 10 years ago? Yeah, you know, you you have this like idea in your head that you're going to do this and this and everything's just going to work out exactly the way you want it to work out. And Mm. it doesn't. Mm. You know, it is a, you know, rocky road. And, but I just, you know, it's, you learn as you go. Everyone's learning every day, no matter how old you are. How do you find peace in that? Sounds like there's expectation. Um, just know that, like, you know, something that I started doing the past two years is, like, days that are really hard, I'll be like, let's look back at the past six months. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, where you were, and you're like, oh, this isn't that hard. You know? Or... Mm. You know, it gets better. You always have to remind yourself it gets better. Yeah. 
It's almost like looking back, acknowledging all the amazing things we accomplish. Yeah. Remind ourselves how badass we were. We are. We still are. Exactly. And for me, I write a list. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list. Literally said, "You are," and I find all the words. You are beautiful. You are incredible. You are smart. You are you are talented. All the words. I put it on my、uh, on my bed. So when I go to bed, that's the last thing I see. Or when I wake up, it's the first thing I see. And I'm looking at this list is a fourth of words. I write them. <laughs> I love and it. That just remind me. And oftentimes, when people come along the journey, they will tell me those things. I'll add it there. They might say, "Well, you are so resourceful. Wow, well, you are so inspiring. Wow, well, you are so brave. You are this and that." And I said, "Thank you." I'll grab those, put it on my list, and I'll remind myself, "I am amazing." Does not matter how today went or how yesterday went. That did not define who I am. Exactly. I love that. And you know, Christine, if One day we all long gone. What would you like the world remember you by? What would you want us to say about you? Just doing good, making an impact. You know, doing something that at least brought a smile to someone's face or something. You know, I think it's it's fascinating because, you know, I've learned. I've been told this my whole life, and like I don't think it really settled in. You know. You can buy all the things in the world. You can have all the money in the world, and you can buy these things. But when you die, they can't come with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you know, it really starts. And it didn't really start to click into me until like the past like five or six years, where I'm just like, yeah, I don't need all this stuff. Like, I'd rather spend my time building a legacy, creating an impact,、mm-hmm. doing something with my life that makes people, you know,、mm-hmm. and I don't need. Fame or recognition or anything for it. Me knowing that I'm doing something positive for somebody else,、yeah. or helping someone else, or supporting somebody else—that's enough. What do you want the legacy to be? Just that I did good in the world. You know,、Aww. I think that's really that it comes down to whether it's supporting a nonprofit or you know、mm-hmm. donating meals or volunteering、Amazing. to do something. You know, or whether or just simply helping a friend through a hard time.、Mm-hmm. That's incredible. One thing I definitely learned and inspired by you, Christine, is I think along the journey, along the venture, you make a lot of choices. It all centered around the impact, all centered around、uh, creating the good, that positive support for others, for the community, and I think that's truly、uh, so admirable. Thank you. What do you think is your superpower, Christine? My superpower.、Um, There are so many. I know. There's just the list is so long.、Um, so long. <laughs> let me think about that. My superpower. I think my superpower is, and a lot of my friends have told me this is like, you can give me a company and say I have X,、mm-hmm. and in a matter of minutes, I'm like, you need to do this. Like, here's like ten steps ahead of you. Like,、mm-hmm. here's this. Here's that. Maybe do this.、Mm-hmm. Restructure that, and it just. Blatantly comes naturally to me. I can just take and be like, "You need to talk to this person, this person, this person. You should do this,、mm-hmm. change that." But like, these are my thoughts. <laughs> People are like,、uh, "How do you always this wise?" Seems like you are the innate a、uh, visionary. You can see things beyond the, at the moment what it is today. You can see what is you know ten step ahead up to you. Do you always that way? I don't think I actually realized I was that way until somebody pointed it out to me. Mm. 
a few months ago. They're like, you realize like you're, this is like, you know, everyone has their own thing. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh no, your thing is that you see like 10 steps ahead before somebody else can wrap their head around the company itself. And I was like, oh, okay. You had a born visionary. Yeah, I guess so. Apparently. <laughs> you know, with that, right, what do you think is the key for success as an entrepreneur? I do you think, think that's important or something else? I think keys for success for entrepreneurship is like, A, do your research. Mm. Make sure that like, you know, everyone has ideas. Mm-hmm. I see all kinds of pitch decks all the time and people that will be like, I have this idea. Can I pitch it to you? And I'll be like, this has been done six different ways. And I don't think that's a great idea. And I have no problem telling people that. I'll be like, I just don't. Like, or my question is, if you think it's such a good idea, where's your research? Mm. Prove to me why this will work. Mm. And, you know, and then also, like, you have to have the tenacity. Mm -hmm. If there's somebody who's like, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are like, I want my own business. I want my own company. Mm -hmm. And it's like, great. What do you want to do? Okay, you want to do X. What are your next steps? What's your business plan? What's your business model? Mm -hmm. And if they're like, can you help me? It's like, of course I can help you. But, like, you really need to make sure that person steps up. And does it. And you're not just spoon feeding them because they're never going to learn. Yeah. So like as sometimes and, you know, get a mentor, Mm. you know, ask for a mentor, ask someone like it's it will make life so much easier to have that soundboard of Mm -hmm. somebody who's been through it, Mm -hmm. you know, like even with becoming successful or growing companies or having multiple companies. Like Mm -hmm. I remember the first two years when I first started the journey and I was Like, this is so much work. And we were just pounding pavement Mm -hmm. and just doing what we had to do to try to grow a brand. Mm -hmm. And nobody can take that away from you. So, like, as fun as the successes are, you never forget those moments of when you're just like, am I going to get through this? Are we, like, am I? what am I doing, you know? Mm -hmm. But if you just keep powering through and go to a mentor, go to a community of entrepreneurs, or there's so many more options now of communities Mm -hmm. you can join to help you. Mm -hmm. But you have to step up for yourself. Otherwise, no one's going to take you seriously. You have such a strength within you, Christine. Thank you. And oftentimes, in my own words, I said, of course, universe got you back, but you had to get yourself back first. Yes. Otherwise, universe is not going to get you back 110% unless you do that for yourselves. Absolutely. So with that, you know, I have my last question, Christine. Is okay. Along the year, well, let's start with the first one. What is your, what's the worst advice you ever received? And also, what is the best advice you ever received along the journey? Oof. Worst advice was get rid of that stupid vodka company. <laughs> no, people just, you know, people were like, what are you doing? You know, I've heard it all. You know, people try, will constantly try to rip apart your stuff. Um, the worst advice was just like when people tell you to give up and it's like, mm. like leave, quit, go get a normal job, work a nine to five. You're so stressed out. Like that's the worst advice you can give an entrepreneur. It's like spitting in their face, especially when you know how hard they work. Yeah. You know? It's like, it's basically telling you, like, it's okay to quit. Mm-hmm. It's okay to, you know, you know, to somebody's self, it might feel like you're failing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so these are my friends or these are my parents or mm-hmm. my community being like, just give up. And you're like, wow. 
did I just really kill myself for two years working my butt off Mm -hmm. to just throw in the towel and go to corporate life, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think the best advice I got was just literally just power through. Like, it will all work out. And if, listen, if if you don't think it is or if you hit a breaking point, Mm -hmm. take a step back. Reevaluate. Take the time. If it's not a good fit for you, that's okay. Mm -hmm. If you have things that are overtaking so much of your time, Mm -hmm. you know, delegate. Delegate. Delegation is a superpower, (laughs) right? Like, it's just – you just – Always delegate. And if you have a team, mm-hmm. and that's the other thing, build a team. You mm-hmm. don't have to do it by yourself. And mm-hmm. your team is there to support you. So if you're like, listen, I'm really busy right now. Like right now, I am so focused on Hamptons Tech Week. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's a big lift and it's a lot of work and it's year one. So there is no playbook yet, right? Yeah. Next year will be a lot different. Um, but all my teams know, like, I'm really focused on this right now bear with me. And if you need something, just call me Mm -hmm. or text me. If I don't see an email that got sent that you think is important for me to read, text me, call me, you know, but like this right now is kind of consuming my life. Yeah. So I need to, you know, focus on that. Mm -hmm. And there might be little things that I take a little step back from Mm -hmm. for a minute. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And everyone is like, okay, we get it. How do we support you? Mm. What do you need? Mm-hmm. And I have all my teams being like, what do you need? You know, my vodka company, like they'll, you know, probably sponsor one of the events, but, mm-hmm. and donate product. But they're just, I'm like, listen, I'm really overwhelmed with this right now and I need to focus on it. And they're like, okay, what do you need? How do mm-hmm. we help you? Mm-hmm. I love that you have this, you can speak out exactly what is in your heart, in your mind, and then allow people around you to come support you, which oftentimes I think is very difficult rather for an uh, inexperienced entrepreneur feel like he or she had to do it all, have to prove it to the world. But I think you are someone to really demonstrate not only the strengths within yourself, but also that ability to surround yourself with the right people, build the right community to lift everybody else up along the process. Yeah. And it takes time. Like that community doesn't just come out of nowhere, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. You kind of go through it, like we said, it right? It's about building, figuring out who you are in life. And along the way, like there are people that will come and go. There are people that will then, and then, you know, all of a sudden you're just like, wow, I have this incredible community of people that just want to support me and that I too want to support. Mm -hmm. Have you figured out who you are yet? And who are you, Christine? Oof. Um, I don't know. I just think I'm just a creator. I just love creating and I love being a visionary. And it excites me. And it's hard. It's not easy. But it it's what drives me. It's fun. You know? And it's like, I built this. Yay. <laughs> and then you're like, on to the next. That's amazing. I think you are just such a firecracker with so much passion for life. And you have this can-do attitude. Yes. And every single opportunities, universe, life throw on you. And you just push through. And once again, you know, I'm just so honored, Christine. Thank you so much for coming on this uh, show and share your journey with us, your insight, your your perspective is truly inspiring. Thank and you also, thank you everybody who is listening today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. And I cannot wait to see you all next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.